0: A Dad's Net original podcast. Hiya, it's JK and Al here. So we've had some amazing guests on the podcast. So we thought you may have missed some of those guests. So how about we cut it all up and we take that little trip down memory lane. We cut out the best bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: so, you know, just a couple of minutes out of the 20 for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we go
0: think i just i think i'm going to spend a week in the pub just just (laughs) chat to friends you know i think that's that's genuinely what i want to do and also it means i can get away from the kids for a bit so that's that's not so bad now i probably will have to take them with me but they can have pop and crisps like i did when i went to the pub with my dad you know that that's absolutely orange orange lemonade half and half oh yes (laughs) only two times you had an orange juice and lemonade half and half and that was when you went to the pub with your parents or you play after a football match,
2: yeah, mate. I used to love our half and half, orange and lemon, orange juice and lemonade, and a packet of crisps. What what packet of crisps though?
0: Our uh, standard salt and vinegar, man. Me, pickled egg uh, in a che- in cheese and onion crisps. That was my favourite pub snack. What a pickled egg. Yeah, yeah, try what, it. In a, it's in a boiled egg? No, a pickled egg. Yeah, a boiled egg, which is pickled. That's for a I've never heard of anything like it. Trust me, with a bag of cheese and Walker's cheese and onion crisps. I know that I shouldn't be talking to you about this, obviously, Joe, but that is a taste sensation. Next time you're in a pub, try it. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. one
2: for the weaning Joe. A boiled egg. <laughs> a, a of pickled egg is like my worst nightmare.
1: <laughs> 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 and what they sold it in a pub?
0: Yeah, you, you if you look in like the old school pubs, you'll still have um, uh, pickled eggs at the back in a big jar. Yeah. You have to go to the countryside though for those sort of pubs. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. The ones where you grew up on a farm near there.
0: Yeah. Did I ever told you I I lived, I grew up on a farm. You (laughs) see, that's good. Growing up on a farm was, that was constant exercise. I remember just, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd have breakfast. We had about nine dogs at one point. I I would grab a couple of dogs and then I would go out and I wouldn't come home until it was either dark or I was hungry. You know, that's the sort of, um, that's what, that's how I used to roll when, you know, growing up.
1: That's what's missing from
0: running through fields of wheat, were you? <laughs> um, uh, with Theresa May, yeah. Just me yeah. And her Having a lovely time. Um, no, that's exactly, no, but that's what I did. Yeah, I grew up on a farm and that was, you know, my, uh, granted there were I didn't have many friends back then because we, you know, we we lived in the middle of nowhere, but I look back on those times thinking I was just so lucky to be surrounded by beautiful countryside in Herefordshire and Worcestershire where I grew up. And I had, you know, my dogs were all I needed, and we just went out and had adventures. We used to go and find, you know, go into woods, find derelict barns and buildings, go and check, you know, go and check out wildlife. We used to um find you know those crested newts. We used to go to the stream and find those. I used to love it. That sounds pretty cool, actually. I do like the sound of that.
1: Right, Joe. Getting back onto um, the dad topic here, what would you <laughs> say, <laughs> rather than Jay's farm stories? We've had <laughs> plenty of them. <laughs> Um, what would you say to a dad? So you you've obviously heard of the dad bod, you know, the the curse of the dad bod. What would you say to a dad who's working a lot and looking after the kids a lot? What kind of one thing, one recommendation, one piece of advice would you give a dad who who's not overweight but just gotta get wants to tone up it, get a little bit more in shape and a little bit more active?
2: exercise to feel good do it for your mental health do it for your energy and your you know patience and your productivity do it for those reasons and if you do it long enough and you get those benefits and you tune into how exercise makes you feel after you do it that's when you'll start to transform your body if you're going at it just to look good just to you know weigh a certain weight or burn body fat it's not a big enough motivator you've got to really be in tune with the mental health benefits of exercise so yeah you know do it for yourself take time out of yourself to get that exercise done get that workout in or go for a, a jog or a bike ride whatever it's going to make you a better dad when you walk back in that door after a workout you're a new man you're a better man for it trust me I do it all the time I get stressed out I go out come back I walk in the door I'm just like I'm just so happy to see my kids and I'm, I I want to get I want to you know do so much more with them because I've had that little bit of time for
1: myself yeah so it's it's that's that's quite a big shift in people's the way they're they're viewing Keeping fit, then, right, and and exercising because that I've never, I don't think I've ever really looked at it like that. I enjoy exercising when on the odd occasion, (laughs) but I guess in yeah, that shift has to, that shift is going to be quite a big thing for a lot of people right
2: it's a big thing to think about but i actually think from the more people i speak to like the anecdotal evidence of people on my plan or all the testimonials and just the thousands of people i've spoken to they all say you know this this plan or this this workout or so this recipe this food that you've given me has really changed the way i feel like my anxiety has gone down I'm, I'm working harder i'm i'm enjoying my day i'm being more productive i'm happier you know it all comes down to like the, the one word you always hear is exercise makes me happier yeah. So why would you not why would you not do that? Why would you not use that and and tap into that and as, as opposed to like being so driven by a, you know a fitness goal or a body image goal it's not it's not good enough it's not it's not, lo- not going to sustain you through the winter you know in the summer yeah you might be like oh, I really want to look good and you have this drive this but when then winter months come you need to be motivated by more than more than just the body image
1: Yeah so okay so once I've made that shift in my head what's the best where, where, where do I start? Like what's the starting well, point? I believe
2: I believe home work, I believe that the future of successful and sustainable health and fitness is training at home. I think, you know, turning your garage into a gym or making one of your bedrooms, putting some dumbbells in there or getting in your garden, like if you make that your workout space, it means you can go outside, do your workout in and out, be back in the door in 30 minutes and you, you haven't had to like travel to the gym or spend loads of time commuting or whatever. It's like you're doing it and therefore you can do it every day because you can find that time um, I really do believe that I think invest in a pair of dumbbells or a couple of kettlebells and turn your home into your workout space and that's the quickest way to live in a healthier, happier life. A
0: Dad's Net original podcast.